Hi mamas, this is Kinley. And I'm Courtney. And And we we are the Deeply Rooted Mamas, a podcast where we show you our raw truth as mamas making our way through unknown territory of this thing called life. So grab a lavender latte and your best mama friend and sit back and enjoy the show. Welcome back. Episode three. (laughs) Do we consider this season two? It only took us a whole year to make another one. Do we have a helper in the room? (laughs) Yes, we do. Hollis, what's up? Today's episode, I about said, is brought to you by Hollis. We are going to be talking about decluttering and how that looks in your life, in a busy mom's life. And also, we had another word for it. What was it? Simplify? No, prioritizing things in your life. She's taking care of Hollis. Um, We had everything nice and set up, and then the walls fell off. The wheels fell off. Is that a thing? So, Kenley... Where are you at with decluttering and prioritizing things in your life? So I would say we just moved, so probably better right now than I have been in a while. Yeah, that's kind of nice. You can have a fresh start. Yeah, I I started to go through a bunch of stuff as we moved, and we moved from a bigger home to a smaller home. And so therefore, I have had to declutter, and it's made me feel really good, actually. What about you? Well, you know, we had moved out of our house mm-hmm. into the barn, um, into a camper for 16 months. So we have just recently, the past couple of months, also, <laughs> I hope you can't hear all of that. Um, we have also decluttered a lot. We decluttered a lot when we moved down to the barn. And then when we moved everything back up. It's amazing what you collect in 16 months, even just living in a one-room area. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so we are, we decided that when we would move back up, we would go through everything as we went back up and get rid of the stuff we don't need. So are you like a natural declutter? Like, does this come naturally to you? Or No, I want to collect all the things. Okay. And I want to buy all the things. Like, describe your childhood bedroom. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Um, lots of sentimental things. Yeah. Um, I always kind of had a, I don't know how to describe how I felt growing up, but it was almost like I was afraid of losing people. And so anytime anybody gave me something, it's like I wanted to hang on to it. Right. Like, like that was going to keep them around Mm -hmm. in some way. And I, and I still do that to some extent. I think I told you the other day, I have a t-shirt a ragged t-shirt and a pair of pajama pants that my grandma gave me and I'm not gonna wear them but I I don't know why those are a couple really weird things I cannot get rid of your hold up is more sentimental yes so as a kid was it like clean room was it organized no I feel like I'm very organized on paper but executing yes clutter (laughs) but also it builds up we are not what our childhood bedrooms were because mine does not reflect me as a woman today so what was yours like (laughs) um you should ask my sister dara because she could really tell you she shared a room with me most of the time um and there i literally have memories of her she was very type a organized and so she would put a piece of duct tape down the middle of our room oh my gosh and hers would be pristine and mine would be colorful 
Mm-hmm. And um is that would call it colorful. <laughs> My house is colorful from time to time. <laughs> it was strategically unstrategic and um yeah, it wasn't the most organized. But um as I've become, you know, as I've become a woman and a mom, there has to be some sort of order. I mean, yeah. or you will lose it. And that's the main reason I started decluttering yes. to begin with. You know, there's a saying that a, de- a cluttered house is a cluttered mind. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I that. me too. When I sit down to like try and do something, then I think of all the things that I need to organize. And right. I'm like, you know, once I organize, then I'll do this. Yeah. I understand that. It's a I procrastination mean, thing well, too. Well, I remember like, I know we can't like take forever on this episode because y'all want to get done today, (laughs) but I just, whenever I started decluttering, um, I was way in over my head. We had our first child and I had collected things, you know, from holidays, you know, you always had that Mm -hmm. extra room full of just crap Mm -hmm. that just stacked up and you didn't know who bought you what. None of it had true value, but Mm -hmm. you felt like you couldn't get rid of it and then one day, I just remember, like, I, rem- I remember having, like, full-on, like, cry sessions of just overwhelm, and um, my sister came over, and we literally went through every area of my house, and we got rid of 26, I think, trash bags, Dang. and that is what propelled me forward um, into starting this whole journey. I like to call myself minimal-ish. Mm-hmm. I try to remain minimal because it helps me mentally. Um, that sure. I've learned anyway yeah. through this whole thing. So absolutely. I also feel like when I do go through things, and I think I may have even gotten this from you years ago, was I haven't used this in quite some time, and in the future, you know, if it's less than like fifty mm-hmm. bucks, mm-hmm. Um, and fifty bucks is a lot, but if you haven't used it in a couple of years, you probably don't need it, right? And you could buy it in the future if you if you did decide that was something that you did want to use. I again. agree. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, so things that help you stay on track with decluttering. Because that's the thing. I will declutter. Things are perfect. And then, you know, the kids yes. walk in the room and it's well, I can back s- to it. I feel like one of the main things that helps me stay on track with decluttering is um, I always keep some type of box or bin that by the door that as I'm cleaning and I see something that no longer has value or is being used in my home, it immediately goes to that box and then I transfer it to my car. Okay, so that's not to like put back in other rooms. That's no. to get rid of. That's a constant that nice. donation box. You know, I suppose I have one of those in my closet, actually. Yeah. I never thought of it as being We some all kind sort of, of do, thing. but put it by the door and then get it out of your house as soon as possible. Okay. Whether it be okay. donation, consignment, I do both. Um, and not that I'm looking to make tons of money, but it does help out whenever you want to replenish those items in the long run. You can find a local consignment that will take your stuff. So true, true. That's what I do. And then another thing that really, um, if I feel like, oh my gosh, I, this has gotten out of control, which I haven't felt that way in a while. Um, and as we're videoing this podcast or whatever recording, I am looking at a pile of stuff I need to go through. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway. Some decluttering could yes. be happening here. So if you need more tips, <laughs> I may be doing this while we're recording. No, um, is that to do the, I call it the simp, or um, 
sorry, not the, that's the wrong challenge. I have like too many challenges. <laughs> this challenge is the um, minimalism challenge and you do it for 30 days. Day one, you get rid of one thing. Day two, you get rid of two things. Day three, oh. until you make it to 30. And if you, once you get into those higher numbers, like 25, that's a lot of items, right? Yeah. But that can include a pin. It can include a hair scrunchie. It doesn't have to be your I furniture. I think I could do this, but do it backwards. Like get rid of 30 things the first day. And honestly, 29 that probably that that would probably be better because <laughs> then you're working your way down, down rather than like, up. Oh, but that's yeah. the only way I've ever done it, yeah. and I have succeeded in it. That's good. And I feel amazing when I finish. And so, if you ever just like, I don't know what to do, just get you a box by your door and start. What is that? This is just coming off the top of my head. Yeah. I did it. I believe I did it for 30 days, but it's like a three-three-three challenge or something like that. Do you know what that is? Mm-mm. You get three rid of. It's probably pretty similar. Right? I'll have to look that Just up. Just a yeah. different amount of numbers. Maybe. It's like three bags. I don't know. Well, that's another day, I guess. <laughs> um, so what about besides cluttering like in your house? What about like in your life, like as a family, as a schedule? Because that's where I feel like I've done the most decluttering mm-hmm. in the past few weeks. Um, I kind of, I had a lot going on and all things that I wanted to do. But I was like, you know what? What are my priorities Right now, my priorities are my kiddos, yes. my family, mm-hmm. and I was kind of doing some things for myself. And not that that's not okay also. We need to pri- yes. prioritize ourselves. But I kind of was like, took a step back and was like, you know what? Right now, this is not, it's not working for us. Yes. And um, so I cut some things that out. Like decluttering your schedules yes. and saying yes to things that right that are of value and things that aren't of value and that can be really tough because we I feel like naturally me and you we want to do all the things we do and it's really hard to prioritize what matters but I do feel like even physical decluttering and family time go hand in hand because if you have less responsibilities so within the home you can say yes, yes to more things outside of the home even just last night Hayes was wanting to go to the to the creek and I was like you know you know what if this house was picked up yes I might have time to go to the creek but today I don't because I'm going to choose to pick up my house instead of taking you to the creek while it's raining it was raining yes also, so. it was yes I decided that was a good choice for me yeah and sometimes you have to we Courtney and I were discussing this the other day because we're moms and it's like how we are learning to balance saying yes to our children and there are times when we have to say no to them and being homeschool moms you know we have more opportunities to say say (laughs) that we have to say no and it's really hard but um when it causes us mental distress that's when we need to reevaluate either decluttering the items or rehoming them find like there are things that i know aren't valuable to people they were valuable to me but i'm ready to pass them off and so thinking of someone mentally that could benefit from this item that's an also another thing to keep you on track just keep thinking of people that hey, they might find this useful or that useful. Um, mm-hmm. But I do feel like home life and decluttering go together because you are using your time somehow, whether right. spending it with your family or, right? Yeah. Um, do you have any tips and tricks? Mm. Writing things down. Yeah. Making that to-do list. I I do have 50,000 books that are half written in, not books, but notebooks, you know, that have my to-do list. Tell them where to get the best notebooks. The best notebooks. Should we give that secret away? (laughs) Yes. Um, Are the notebooks from TJ Maxx, and they have a little spot to write a date in, 
they're always cute yes. and they are the absolute perfect book to what I do for for home life, for school, for everything. As I just have and I do have I really do have them laying around the house, but I grab them, I write in them, I mark them off, I rip them out. Um it's just kind of a constant to-do list in a notebook. It's like a brain dump. It's yes. Like you've got to just get it out and then reevaluate once it's yes. out and written. And so I've done that a lot. And Courtney got my, me on the notebooks. Yes. So. My Walmart list goes on there, you know, and then you can take it to Walmart. You can mark it I've literally Walmart. had like passwords in mine. Yes. And then the next one would be a recipe. Yes. And then the next. But, you know, I would like put what year inside the book. And then I just remembered that, oh, I probably wrote that book. Or wrote that recipe in that 2021 book or whatever. Um, So it's kind of my catch-all, too. They really are the best notebooks. So I highly recommend that. Yes. Writing Um, it all down changes everything. It does. I know that seems simple. I'm also a planner for like a a real notebook planner, which I'm trying for my business schedule. I'm trying to go more digital Mm -hmm. which is hard for me but then I've also thought well if I make that more digital then maybe I can do more personal more personal planning because that's also kind of like a hobby and you hate to have your appointments written in your hobby I don't know yeah exactly I just moved digital last year so it's a fun it's a fun thing for me I don't know that it would be called a hobby I love I love planners I love all the planners I want 50 of them, and I don't need 50 of them. I think you have to be a – well, you don't have to be that way, I guess, to be a homeschool mom because I am not that way naturally. But it does help me mentally to know that it's written out. It's not necessarily that I'm naturally that way, but, like, i got to know where we're going. And to see what the week ahead has and all that. Yeah, yeah. And that's another thing that that reminds me. I mean, here lately, Kelly and I have been working out together, and on Saturdays or Sundays, she's like, hey, what you got – for this yes. week, what works for you? I am so, proud of us. yes. Oh, so us. maybe you know, pick that day a week that works for you, whether it's Saturday nights or Sundays, and uh, plan out the week ahead. And you know, where can you fit in the decluttering? Where can where do yes. you need to to work on your time? Exactly. So, uh, what about? Do you have any book recommendations? I know that you recommended a book to me, which I just got, which was the Home Management. I don't know yes, what all that the home is management, even about yet. Plain and simple. I don't think it's necessarily minimalism or decluttering, but it is a mom of nine who helps, who's seasoned. She's a seasoned mom, and she helps others learn how to manage their homes, which. I bought that and then I told Courtney to buy it. And we kind of do this thing yeah. where we recommend each other to buy something. Terrible. And we... <laughs> don't. So that's another yeah. tip. Don't hang out with friends yeah, that influence you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> then you won't buy all the things. Um, learn to say no. Yes. But no. Um, Marie Kondo as, as, you know, she, I don't know. What, what am I trying to say? She's Cliche, uh, Like she is the main person of minimalism. Yes. I did read her book around that time I did too. of the 26 bags, getting rid of okay. it. Okay. And it really did change. One my thing thinking. that she says that is opposite of what you just said was you don't want to pass the stuff on to somebody else and burden them. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, like, I don't feel like my clothes, I think maybe it go, you go into it saying, hey, I'm giving you this if you want it. If you don't want it, feel free to trash it or, or right. get rid of it. Well, and I do feel like with like certain hand-me-downs. people. Like I don't want to burden you with my kids' hand-me-downs, right. but then also there's some good stuff in there that I want you to take advantage of if you can. Well, and I think that's when you approach it as a question. Hey, I know you've got a lot of things, but 
would you be interested in and this? And it won't hurt my feelings. Right. If you say no, because no, I don't want it. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, there are people in my mind when I'm, like, about to get rid of something, I'm like, oh, would so-and-so want this? But I know that it's not really something that they need. You right. know what I mean? Like, so I may ask them, I may not. And if it's too much trouble at the end of the day, I just take it to donation. Yeah. I know that sounds bad. But no. actually, surprisingly, being a minimalist or minimalish, I love hand-me-downs because... I can pick and choose what I love, and then I can pass, pass on that the rest on of it. Again to but else. some people don't have that type of self-control. Mm-hmm. Like, they just feel like they need to keep it. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And at one time in my life, I do feel like I felt like that. Like, I just I needed do too. to keep it all. And I do feel like I've done that even recently, and then I'm like, I'll take your hand-me-downs, but I'm not keeping everything. Right. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So, Marie Kondo really... And then she, she says the whole thing about, does this spark joy? Mm-hmm. And I've told Courtney this before, that material things... I mean, some things can bring me joy, but like clothes, there's not a lot of things that just bring me joy with clothing. So honestly, I would get rid of all my clothes if that were the standard of does it bring me joy. Now with certain items in my house, I'm making my my house feel homey. There are things that bring me joy. But with clothing, I more have to look at it as like, is this functional? And does it make me feel good? Does it make because me there feel are clothes good? that don't make you feel good. There's yes. no reason to keep those clothes. Am I going to have to constantly be pulling these up or pulling them down? I won't wear them if mm-hmm. so. And so you have to have it. It's not always does this bring joy. You have to look at the functionality and does it make you feel good? Um, are you saving it for when you lose weight? I, I don't think Get that's a good it. idea. <laughs> Toss it. Um, <laughs> Be, wear what makes you feel comfortable, and we're called the Comfy Kellys. That's me and my <laughs> husband's name, and we will wear things for comfort. So, um, I would say Marie Kondo is just the standard of minimalism of decluttering. She's very helpful, and she's a I show also, too. She, I think. Yeah, she does. I think it's on Netflix, and there's also the Minimalist mm-hmm. on Netflix, which I think is really good. Ooh, that and would another be thing that they documentary. Yes, and that he does is he he actually one of the guys packed everything up, and then just when he needed something he got it out of the box Mm, I've done that and then after so long and we did that going down to the barn like you know what we've had this packed up for two months now we've obviously don't need anything in it you don't need to go looking at it don't open it don't open it do not open it if you have lived without it pass it on because I am I've told Courtney that I'm working on a capsule workshop capsule wardrobe right now and I'm about to box up some things and put them in a storage unit I think that's good and idea. just see for the next year if well, I, and I feel like everything that I left up at the house that I didn't wear for the past 16 months I just need to get rid of that I I didn't use right. it right and guys you'd be so surprised on how little you can live with yes or live without for sure capsule wardrobe is definitely yes always been a gold tell mine that I've all, not. Tell them our staple. That I have not, to have at least one pair of these. Oh, jeez. Lululemons. <laughs> just I have one them on right now. Black leggings. Just one. Nice black leggings. They're worth it. I'm telling you. They're worth it. And that goes to saying, you know, they're, they're expensive, but it's kind of an insurance policy because they right. will repair them. Quality over quantity. And when okay, you wear black people, leggings okay. daily. Listen, we try to make ourselves feel better for the purchases we make. So if my Justification. Husband, if my husband's listening, I love you. Thank you for working so hard so I can afford Lululemon hey, leggings. You work too. <laughs> that is true. That is true. <sighs> the other thing, as far as recommendations, I follow a lot of people that organize and do minimalist stuff on Instagram. Instagram's like my go-to for like figuring things out, and YouTube's really good too, just to watch people go through their own their stuff. It's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. So that's a big one. Like if you're feeling not inspired, 
Put yeah. your headphones on and listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Or go watch a YouTube video of someone cleaning out their bathroom. Like, start simple. Start with your bathroom. Don't start with your sentimental items. Start with things that are easy to trash and donate. Yes, because even the sentimental ones, once you're done, once you throw it in the trash, man, it feels so good. Oh, it feels so good. <laughs> and if, you find, if it is a sentimental item, like, for instance, there might be, like, something that, like, a sweater well, if you could take it to a homeless shelter and yeah. know that someone at least is finding value in something that you don't need anymore. That's what makes yeah. me feel better about that kind of stuff. Yes. So, well. Anything else? Anything else? Uh, no. I think that we probably will have a part two of going, because I could talk about this oh, for totally good. I mean, we might have a part two, three, four, five. Yes. Series. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> Minimalist Mondays. Mm, yes. I like it. Yes. <laughs> We'll see. Hopefully it's not next year before you hear back from us. For real. Thank you so much for listening. Um, We hope that you subscribe and leave a review. That would be amazing and help our our podcast out. But yeah, have a great day. Yes. Thank you. Bye-bye.